This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. This is Silly with the Wolgans, Mitch, Matthew, Bird. Did you forget how to speak? Yes, I did. It's been so long. Bird, say hello. All right. <laughs> Bradley. What's up? Buongiorno. Exactly. Um, just to keep up with the theme, uh, if you're listening to this on a Friday, it's been exactly one month since our last podcast. Has it really? Yes. Either the one where it's just you and me? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I thought I was going to be the special guest you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, we did try to get a guest, but... Yeah, well, and then I was gone for a week. Yeah. And I'm gone again next week, so... Um, and then again in August. This is also, this happens to be Friday, the 12th anniversary of the coining of the Luligan name. Yay, happy birthday to us. Um, we existed together for a little while before that, but... I like but, to say that's the official birthday of the St. Louis. Until you have a name for it, exactly. it doesn't really exist. No. Do you have a flag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, you know, without the name, it, didn't, right. it wasn't the Hooligans. Right. So, uh, happy birthday, everyone. And uh, no matter when you joined us. What'd you get us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we are going to have a little tailgate uh, birthday party. Super soft variety. Fans of Letterkenny will understand. Um, you know, we're going to have some party hats and some... Do we have feather boas? I, you know, I'm going to run by someplace tomorrow and see if I can get some. Um, but please, if you're if you're planning on coming, uh, you know, dress up for the occasion. I bet Dawson's place has got some. Yeah. Probably. It's, yeah. it's not near where I'm going. Yeah, I was so. going to say, it's kind of the opposite direction for me. <laughs> but uh, but if, yes. you, if you're out and about and you're... Uh, American Carnival Mart, is yep. that the name of it? Yes, it is. Uh, swing by there and get some uh, party favors. Free advertising, Dan. Uh, in addition to that, our friends at Second Shift, Libby <laughs> and Steve, they uh, I'm so excited. made a big donation to, uh, Aaron was there, I don't know if he was, Aaron goes there a lot just to hang out. I think so. Uh, and they loaded up his car last time he was there, so yeah. we're going to have a lot of uh, free sports drinks from Second Shift. If you're 21 and older, wall supplies. And last. let's be honest, that can is going to be a collectible pretty soon. There, there is, you know, as as Bird says, rebrandings really don't do much. But this is a kind of cool one. This is a fucking awesome one, is what uh, it is. Our favorite beer is getting a new wrap. Yes. Uh, yes. Same great beer. Same great logo. New, but enhanced. Yeah. It's like on CSI when they see somebody on the security camera enhanced. and they say enhance. Exactly. Uh, I think people are going to like it. It's going to, I saw it for the first time today and uh, it, it's really eye catching. I squealed like a little girl when I saw it. I was well, so excited. I just said, oh my God, that's amazing. And Libby said, oh, so you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I, God love Libby. Can, can we just. She's good people. Again, we just, I, I, every time she comes up, I have to sing her praises. She's an amazing human being. She is a good mother. She runs an amazing brewery. So, so, so proud to call her a friend and, you know, take care of her and her people because they make good beer. Yes. So there will be some, some of their offerings tomorrow at the tailgate. Yes. Um, again, Friday night game, 
right after work, you can head over to Edwardsville. Tailgate starts at 5. Game kicks off at 7. Yep. Uh, Going to be another warm one. But, yep. Uh, Bring your water. That's okay. Don't do just Mick Ultra. I know that's yeah. like water, but... Yeah, mix it in. Make sure you hydrate. Have plenty of water with your with your sports drinks. Yes. Um, since the last show, I don't want to get too detailed into the games. Uh, we won against the Butterflies, which was expected. 2 nothing. Yep. Uh, lost against Rapids 2, which was kind of a surprise. They beat us 2-1. Uh, there was a lot of play acting by yeah, the Rapids. I, I was going to say... It, it, we actually probably should talk about that game because MLS two next pro junior triple A yes. came out with new rules after that game. Let's, let's save it. We're gonna talk about okay. the new rules and then okay, we can talk good. about why specifically and I think yes. it's all about the Rapids. It is yes, it has to be. Uh and then the last game we, we went back up to Minnesota and we exacted our revenge on the loons. We beat them two to one. So still in great shape. I think we're second overall in the league now. Um we didn't play last week, so somebody passed us, I think. But uh, in, in really good position right now, and we're taking on another good team on Friday night, North Dallas or North Texas, which is Dallas Dallas FC two. <laughs> you know, everybody's got these uh, pseudonyms and AKAs, but uh, yeah, we're playing Dallas FC two, and I mean Dallas for years has probably been the best academy system in MLS. They've produced a lot of very not young. Not even close. I would say, I yeah. would honestly say it's not even close at this point. A lot of young talent and uh, FC Dallas is constantly bringing them up and moving them on. Um, unfortunate that maybe the senior team hasn't had as much success considering the amount of talent they've brought in. Uh, but like I said, they're moving them on. They're, they're they selling them. The senior team tends to have an identity <clears throat> crisis. Yeah. I mean, I, think, I don't know, you know, but it's good that they're making this talent for the rest of the league. Yes. They're kind of like the Pittsburgh, they're the Pittsburgh Pirates. Again, if, you, if you're a 16, 17 year old kid and let's say pick a team at random, let's say Real Salt Lake come in for you or Dallas come in for you. You're going to Dallas. I mean, it, that, yeah, it, it, it's that cut and dry because they, they are known for development and moving players on to bigger and better things. And yeah. and honestly, that's what we want for the St. Louis Academy. And, and it goes back to maybe our first podcast with Dale. Yeah. Yep. You know, when he said, hey, if we're producing good talent and people are coming to get them, we'll replace them. Like, There's going to be no shortage in the pipeline. Yeah. You want to be that team that produces players. Obviously, we want our first team to be successful too. Uh, but I do think... You know, knock on wood, it's still early days, uh, but what they're doing, the the pipeline they're building, both the U16 and U17 teams have been really successful in the MLS Next mm-hmm. League. Uh, in fact, the 16s made it to the Final Four, and I think the 17s made it to the Final 16. I don't think they made it past that round, but, I mean, for teams that have only existed for two years, that's an impressive showing. Whatever happened to that Dale Shilley guy? <laughs> he's he, <laughs> he's actually working with the St. Louis City Academy. What? Yes. No. Um, and and City Two, for that matter. This is the first league and first year in a new league. But a lot of these teams existed playing in USL as their B team, so they've been around a few years, and we're already besting them, putting in a good showing in this league. I would say can't, you can't complain. Honestly, no. they, they, they had a little slump for a bit, but honestly, overall, 
the, the, the it's a really decent product the the field. Well, and really I, I think they've only lost one game on the road all and I, year. And I think a big part of that is Hack. Of course. I mean, of course. He, he getting a quality guy like that who can mold players into a good system. He's been there, seen it. He, yeah, it. he's done it. Know. I mean, and 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 he's he's got experience with kids. He's got experience with adult veterans. Pros. Mm-hmm. Um Coming, coming from Louisville, where, staring in the sun, you know. He, but he he won a championship at his last stop before here, at a level above MLS Next Pro, but it's probably pretty similar. I mean, I would love to sit down to talk to Hack about how he sees MLS Next Pro compared to USL Championship, and and you know, just have a good discussion with him about that. In that addition would be nice. to. Yeah, it would have been nice to I interview think, a guy I, like that. I think it's going to get passed. Um, but, you know, and talk about these these players he's creating and, and building and, you know, what they're spotting for that first team. I mean, we're kind of guessing at this point, you know, what talent means at this level jumping to the next level. Obviously, Hack and Carnell. Carnell's been there, you know, on the bench for these MLS Next Pro games keeping an eye on it but you know they've both worked with this age level of kid and know what it takes to get to the next level so really would have liked to sit down and talk with those two guys but that being said I I, like Matt said I don't think we can complain about what they've done and we hope this translates to first team success too but going back to the the point that 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 Mitch was making with regards to the rule changes in the league and everything. The league is shit. <laughs> no, it is. It's, no, it's outside from the talent, the actual league. The itself. only professional thing is the players. The, 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 the I've seen is the club. Honestly, yeah, yeah. The, the, the players ha, that that they're doing. As uh, okay, good a job. I thought you were saying the players. No, oh, no, good no, no, lord! No. Okay, the, the league. The yes, league. yes, yes. The league organization, the structure. The, all of that, everything from the font on the back of the shirts, the commentators are wank. The, the, assuming the, you can watch it, the streaming, the streaming is, is horrible. You, it's an it's an embarrassment it, for MLS. It, it, it reminds me of that Kacha Gugu or whatever change, it was. Change, change, yeah. Changing the rules partway through the season says to me that it's because results don't really matter. It it is definitely it's, an experimental yeah. league for shit like that. I mean, and you can talk about you can talk about the the, the officiating being bad. Yeah. But if it's the development league, you got to allow the, the referees yeah. to develop a suit. So I'm not, I, I won't hang that on them, even though the Colorado game was a mess. Yeah. Um, but but the league is the just, league in general. Yes. It's it's an what, a, it seems like an afterthought. It, or they've rushed it. Yeah. Yes. It's been a rush to get it off the ground to compete with the USL, where you know there's it's been, been a case of oh that'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Good enough. Get it. Get it out. There. Yeah. Good and, and I mean. I, I mean, I will even blame City on this. They're not promoting this league. They're not promoting the games. Like, you would think they would want more people out there in the build-up to St. Louis City 1. And that's that was our main concern when they folded St. Louis FC, was that build-up. Like, we wanted to keep mm-hmm. the momentum going. Well, it's, I mean, yes, God love the 500 fans who show up to these games to, I mean, maybe at SLU there was a thousand or, you know, 1500, but it's been pretty abysmal, but the, the team's not really promoting it. No, they're I not mean, doing anything. Barely, they're just putting up the, like sort of the weekly preview link. They're not 
you know, encouraging people to come out. Right. Well, and, and like this week, I did see the U soccer night. Yeah. Well, it's on a Friday night. Are they really going to come out after, you know, work and the kids yeah, have been just, at the pool all day? It it does seem half-assed, and I don't know if that's maybe a league directive. Like, let's walk before we run. Let's, you know, it is what it is. And going forward, I mean, this happened with the two teams in USL Championship. Some were there to play. Some were there to just develop. They're going to be had that problem going forward. The league itself has to have an identity, and it has to mean something to make it worth it. I, I just, I, th- I think it's been rushed. I yeah. honest to God think it's been rushed. It's been a case of that'll do. Yeah, and 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 it's it's sad. It's, it's sad to because the players, yeah, the players deserve yeah. deserve better. Honestly, I think the players deserve better, and you can't class yourself as a professional league in this country anymore. Uh, and have that streaming service. The streaming That's service terrible. is very bad. Um, you know, if it was Nisa doing that streaming service or the old MPSL with the Mike Hujo, it's it's almost that level of... Oh, and, it, it and totally that, is. And that, that was mocked. And, and I can't... But you have the, the backing of the MLS, the top league in the United States. You can't tell me they couldn't pull some strings and get a better deal. I mean, I mean you, you basically got to watch it. You can't, you can't watch replays. You, like, if you don't watch the game live, you can't watch it. And, and sometimes then you can't watch it. You know, you, you, I would suspect 95% of people that, that had, that watched USL when it was on YouTube or, or ESPN Plus, they streamed it through a Chromecast. Straight yeah. this, this very, it's very difficult to stream it yeah. onto a TV. So you stood there watching it on your phone. Yeah. It's just, come on. Yeah, when you have it to doesn't do, feel like a major league experience. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. When you have to, the only way you can do it is you either have to cast it from your phone, or you have to have a setup like a Nvidia Shield, like I have, where it has a web browser. It's basically a PC. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like that's it. That's the only way you're watching on TV and, is if it's cast it, from a phone or something. And, and as I say, I'm not putting this on City because that I think that the no, product on the yeah. field has been actually really good. Oh, it's been yeah. great. Honestly, and and you know me, I, I've been a big Debbie Downer about what's going on. The, the the players and the 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 coaches have taken it seriously. They're winning games, and and all I cared about was the product on the pitch. The product on the pitch has been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it really has been pretty good. And, and hats off to him. But everything else surrounding it yeah. has been dire, well, and, and they deserve better. Well, and and they're they're playing a good team this week, from what I've heard. But like USL, if we were playing a team that I hadn't seen much of, I'd pull up the stream and watch their last couple of games or their last game on fast forward or something, you know, just to get a feel for who we were playing. I can't do that. Well, and the thing is, is that unless, you know, we play on Friday night and our opponent next week is playing on Saturday and you have nothing going on. Right. That's the only way you can watch. and. Most people can't rearrange their schedules around a one-time broadcast. The other problem is, which is part and parcel with the two teams, is you may get five guys down from the main team this week. You mm-hmm. may get none next week. I mean, that's always that's a problem the league's going to have to it, it, deal with. But but just they could have done some organizational things to make it so much better, and they they just have shit the bed. I mean, I watched that game where we were away in Colorado. Yeah, and. It looked like we were playing a, in an industrial park. Yeah. You know, there was not much in the way of stands. It was a practice field. We were playing on a practice field. There was no one there. 
Well, and, and like quite frankly, that's why MLS wanted out of the USL deal because there were teams that did not want to invest the money because in USL, under mm-hmm. Division Two standards, you have to have a certain size stadium. You have to do certain amenities. And there were some MLS teams that didn't want to put that much into their two-team. It's sad, but it's true. So you're going to have the have not, haves and the have-nots. You know, Red Bull, well, they're still in championship this year, but they're going to treat their B team seriously. And St. Louis City seems to be going to treat this seriously. Well, well, if you're, if you're, ex, you know, if you're trying to build out the pyramid, and you think division, th- when, when I think of division three, I think of, you know, th- teams are in England. They they get seven thousand people. Yeah. You know, and and they have a stadium, and it's got. Fa- when we were in division three, we were getting four thousand people. Yeah. And and that's what a division three. Should be entity yeah. should be and and then yeah, I watched the, the game in Colorado, and it was it was on a park. It, it yeah. felt like it was on a park and no one was there. And that's not the, it, that it looked basic. Yeah. It looked basic. I am interested to see Nashville announced um, that they're going to put their two team. Where was it, Knoxville or yeah, I think it was outside of Nashville proper. <clears throat> you know, we, Huntsville, we've talked. Of, yeah, that's what it was. we've talked about that before. Is way, a may, way for teams to maybe. Not only expand their support to a new market, uh, but people in Huntsville, Alabama, may be actually excited to go to a soccer game. You know, but they also deserve their own team. Well, no, Nashville's. that that's true. I know, but I know. But America's you... big enough where you know you can kind of have it all. Like Casey's trying to do with Lawrence. Now we can quibble about whether that was the right choice, but I understand the the concept of people who have tickets to Casey one aren't going to spend their off weeks or their buy or their away weeks going to KC2. So put it in a different market that's kind of close, but you can draw in some new fans. I think the league's going to have to experiment with things like that. Um, I mean, like we could dump ours in Columbia. Right. You know, that kind of idea where it's close enough, but it's far enough or Springfield or whatever, you know. Or, or we could put it in Edwardsville because we know people don't cross the river. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, but anyway. You're right. the The league structure and what they've put into it has been garbage. It's, it's been a bit Mickey yeah. Mouse, honestly. I, and I, I do think the players and the the the, the teams deserve a, a better. Yeah. A, a better the soccer's part. worth watching. So please, if you haven't been out for a City Two game yet, and you are a City fan, which I understand, you really owe it to yourself to come out and watch some of these players um, tomorrow night. Two hours early, we're doing the tailgate. Uh, our charity du jour is St. Louis Area Food Bank. They've always been a very special charity to us, so we're going to do that for our birthday. Um, and then, you know, just to add a little little icing to the cake, uh, we got news today. Tom Timmerman's article says Roman Berkey's paperwork is cleared, and he may very well play tomorrow night. That would be fun. Now, then we would be the team that we're making that we're complaining about yes. bringing a one yes, guy yes. down. Of course, but it's different. It's ours. Um, if only there was the one team to put him to play on right now. Yeah. 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 It, is, it is our one team, yeah. our number one team. Um, now, I don't know if that means he's going to start and play for 60 minutes. Maybe or Maybe bring him on in the Or 60th. bring him in with, yeah, 30 minutes left. And then again, too, it's going to be 100-something degrees. It is going to be brutal out there. And again, I don't want to take so time. Well, he best get used to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's here for a while. I don't yeah. want to take time away from our kids, who I think are, are earning, the- earning it and needing the exposure. But... Obviously, he needs to get some reps. He wants to, you know, play in front of the new crowd and and get comfortable with the system. So, 
Um, I, I mean, I'll be excited to see him play. He's obviously seen Yarrow and gone, I'll, I'll have you in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he has been training with them, and I mean, you know, they've said the right things. They've, I've seen a couple interviews with Hack talking about how great it is for him to be there mentoring the young keepers, and, and he seems to be relishing the role. I mean, we've all seen players come over and be a little Billy Big Boots, and mm-hmm. they're too good for it, and I'm not actually going to practice with you guys, or I'm only going to play home games. Or, or not going to play on the AstroTurf. <laughs> right. or, yeah. I'm going to um, be getting interviewed by I mean, Ellen while you're yeah. all- off to San Jose yeah. for a midweek game. I can I can vouch. I've seen the footage. He's been out there sweating his ass yeah. off, and uh, working with these guys. So, but, that, but that, honestly, that's what you want. You, you want oh yeah. You want to if if you've got a journeyman pro coming in, who's been there, seen it, and done it. You do want him to to mentor. Well, and it's a buy-in. And and you know what, we we can all laugh at the fact that Beckham really didn't give a toss. Mm. You know, he was he was. Get, he, I don't know. I he, think he did. I think he played hard. I really do. Do you think he'd have, did he, he wouldn't have gone to Houston Dynamo? I mean, he went to LA for a reason. No, you're no, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, there was the whole bigger picture. But I do think when he was on a Southwest flight with the rest of the team and staying in La Quinta outside of Foxborough, Massachusetts, where it was just him and the guys, yeah. I think he was cool with that yeah. too. I think he can do both roles. I, well, and and they, I also think Rooney came over here and did a job. Yeah. Soon, these, these players, that as soon as you cross the white line, they don't care. They're yeah. footballers. And I think I think Rooney's one of those guys. I think when Dempsey's one of those guys, when Keen, he came back. When Keane played, Keen he was... was but, but, and they said Beckham really did, using your example, that he loved... The going back to my roots, it, you know, in a La Quinta kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was about, but it, it stopped being about the glitz and glam for that trip. It became about the boys in the game. Mm-hmm. And also, I do, I do think we have to recognize that part of Beckham's job when he came over was to do Ellen, was to do the Tonight oh, absolutely. Show, and was to raise the profile of the game not only worldwide but here in America. So, yeah, I think. There was a little bit of the dog and pony show that, but like, uh, uh oh God, what's his name? Uh, played for Montreal, uh, Drogba. Drogba. Like he wouldn't play on AstroTurf, yeah. and he would only go to certain trips. And then he was at the World Cup. There have been of plenty. Being, yeah, there have been plenty you know, of those players too. Yeah, I think luckily we're we're moving beyond that, um, and we're going to talk about some signings here in a minute, and we may have something to say about that. I do want to mention we're talking about Roman. He was our first. He's arguably the biggest name we've signed coming from Dortmund, having played in the Champions League. Uh, he was our first player, I guess, not, not counting Yarrow or maybe Kazane, our first big signing that moved to St. Louis. And there was a, a gaggle of Luligans and Punks and the, Dort, the Borussia Dortmund so St. Louis club uh, went out and graded him at the airport. That was nice. Um, you know, I think... You know, obviously he's the biggest one, so that's probably going to get the most attention. But I know when others traipse in, there will be people to see them at the airport yep. and welcome them to the club. Uh, speaking of which, I do think not only will Roman be suited up uh, tomorrow, there might be a few other players. We've seen some photos of Jao Klaus and, I don't know, a couple other guys are in town. Uh, you might see him at the at the game tomorrow walking around, like we saw Roman at the last game wandering around. I wonder, I wonder if they would be... In- Familiar enough with Letter Kenny to come over and be part of the Super Soft. Uh, it would be cool if a couple of those guys came over and put on a party hat. And them, Brazi- <laughs> them Brazilians love a carnival. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's Hola. not the the new kid we signed, which we'll get to because he's under twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think everybody else is over twenty one. So, Hola, Ferda. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, all right, let's talk about what's next on my list. Uh, Your kiss? No, Pride Razor. Um, since our last show, Pride Razor has ended. We raised over eleven thousand dollars for Metro Trans Umbrella Group. That includes really good guys. That includes a five thousand dollar matching donation from St. Louis City SC. Thank so, you. Thank you very much, good guys. Job, guys. Um, if you have not completed your transaction yet, you know I haven't looked Shit. at my list. They send. I'm, I'm on. Oh, I'm on the list. I forgot about it. Jerk. Well, it came in when I was in Atlanta and forgot about it when I came back. I've been busy, but yeah, there are some that uh, I can still look it up and I can still get you to, you know, send you a nasty. Oh, can we start like guilt tripping people? We could. Yeah. Well, how they about might in get person? There. Yeah, in person, I think it'll be better. We won't do it on the podcast so, necessarily. But thank you, everybody who donated to Pride Razor. Um, Another, th- my notes are a mess this week, guys. It's going to bounce all over, so feel free to just stop. And I would stop expect me. nothing but. Yeah. <laughs> it's even worse than usual. <laughs> uh, bronze boot game. That was originally rumored to be going to take place at Centene, but now that is not. Womp, womp, womp. I, I don't know if it was a scheduling thing or if it was uh, maybe, I think it's still on pace to be finished this month or early next month, but maybe not enough time to... There was a picture today of somebody, you know, that was on Twitter. That, oh, look, you know, this is what I'm going to look. And there's a lot done. Yeah. Like, it's it's looking pretty damn close. Yeah, we will do a stadium update here in a few minutes. Um, Edward Leuven has been signed. That is our second designated player, uh, in addition to Jao Klaus. He's 25-year-old from Hertha Berlin, although didn't really play for Hertha Berlin. He's been loaned out a couple times. 14 games. Um. He is described as a box-to-box midfielder, but also Bradley Carnell called him a number six. So take that for what you will. I'm thinking maybe that means he's he can get forward, but he's probably more of a defensive player. Um, Massive signing. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's Who, talk about it. What was his name? Yeah, exactly. Edward Villeneuven. Not a bad player. I mean, you know, he's young. He represented Germany in the Olympics. Uh, but again, he's a designated player. We only get three of those spots. Now, I get sometimes you have to give them a designated player spot because of what you spend on a transfer fee and how that's broken up over the years. Um, but this is not... I, I wasn't convinced Zhao Klaus was worth a DP slot. I'm even less convinced this guy's worth a DP slot. Doesn't mean he's going to be a bad player. Doesn't mean he can't really fit into what they're building here. But it's a valuable slot uh, slot to lose. So that's a lot of money for somebody who's unproven. Let's say it that way. But wait, where's he from again? <laughs> Germany. Oh wow! Who'd have thought? Um, let's see the engine on the kid. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see him go then. But let's go let's go box to box. It's one thing to go box to box in November in yeah. Freiburg. Yeah. Let's go see you go box to box in July in St. Louis or August in Texas. Um, but I mean, he's he, on the on the positive side of the field. He he's in the prime. You know, he's not a, a retiree coming over here for oh, no, one no. last paycheck. He's yeah. he's over here to to play, and he's he's over here in the in the prime of his career. And you know, sometimes these players that have bounced around different clubs, they're just looking for a home. They're just looking for a place to settle. That's definitely true. And I also, you know, am, you know, people are, oh, trust Lutz, trust Lutz. I mean, we don't know yet. But I get what he's doing. And 
and he thinks the player fits into what he wants to build, I'm mm-hmm. good with that. And like I said, he could be a great player. I'm just worried about you're not going to have a slot if you need one, if somebody comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know, I mean, after this signing, well, and, and the next one, I'll just go ahead and mention him now. What's uh, his name? Isaac Jensen. He's an 18-year-old winger uh, from Denmark. He's, I mean, th- this is a complete flyer. Uh, Lutz has liked him since he was young, said he's been following his career. I mean, we didn't spend a lot of money for him. Uh, and it's definitely a project. He's young. He hasn't mm-hmm. done it yet. So, I mean, that got no problem with that kind of signing. Uh, but that's seven of our eight international spots used already. So I, we can trade for some more. How many are Latino? <laughs> None. Um, but we can trade for some more international slots. But right now, and you know, Lutz has basically said as much, we're going to be focusing on the American talent. We need some proven players that can play in this league. Well, there's no more international spots left. Well, you have to focus on Americans at this point. Right, but I, I'm hoping we get some Americans with MLS experience, not just, you know. Retreads. Or unproven guys, you know. You also, I'm not expecting 12 of our City 2 players to come in. No, but you also got the expansion draft to come up too. Where we can get a couple of that, that'll get you maybe one or two, it's, though, at best. That'll get you, yeah. That that will actually play. That'll get you a journeyman, but it but might you, but it might what? get you a couple of trade pieces though. You know, That's but if, true. if you can get if you can get Tom Barlow, if you can get Matt Polster, some some players like that, I think they're, they're valuable pieces. It That's will true. be. Oh yeah, yeah. It just depends what other teams pr- protect them. That's key, and and sometimes you will get real good pieces out there because of a contract situation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. that guy's a valuable player, but we're going to have to pay him the money. Um. So again, this is where, thankfully, we've got Bradley Carnell and we've got John Hackworth, who have worked within the MLS money rules, so they know understand how that works. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I'm not expecting to get big names. I want some solid MLS players who we know can do the job. Doesn't have to be flashy, but you know, I mean, look at what Nashville's done. Yes, they had a couple of really key players but I, I don't think dax mccarty was a is a flashy player no no but he he's was a known good, quantity and he's mm-hmm. good yeah mm-hmm. right and he's good yes yes and that that's kind of caliber yeah would be brilliant exactly um the mls just released their official free agency list there's a couple interesting names on it um but again lutz has a philosophy and like when we had him on at Schlafly, and I, and I basically said, I know this is what you want to do, but what if a special talent comes along that doesn't necessarily fit into your system, but damn, he's so good. Would you would you make that move to get somebody who's a special talent? And he just flat out said no. Mm-hmm. He said no, they're going to play in my system. So you know, people are looking at the list and saying, oh, he'd be great, he'd be great. Yeah, but... If they ain't fitting in the system, Lutz ain't buying it. So it's just going to be interesting to see what he does. I don't I, know. That's that's it's his that's his call to make. Yeah. And if it works, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also I also do accept that sitting here in St. Louis, we're not a flashy market. No, no, we're, no. We're going to have to be a blue collar, hardworking team, and that, that's if that's those are the p- players we want. And 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 honestly. You know, you you go back to that 
that number six box to box midfielder we just signed. How how many teams did Michael Bradley bounce around at? Oh yeah, before he found a home in Italy. Yeah, you know it. It just some sometimes you it just needs to be the right fit. Well, and that's you know that's what I'm saying when it could work, mm-hmm. and hopefully Lutz's eye is tuned to these guys and is is going to pitch something that that fits their strengths. And like you said, maybe they feel a little bit more invested because they've found somebody who believes in them. Yeah. Um, it could all work. But I'm telling you, what will also happen here, guys, is that I, I'm a foreigner that lives in St. Louis. I love this town. It's a good town. Yeah. It's a good town to raise my kids in. It's got good schools. The the mentality, the, is a, there's, a, there's a working slash middle class mentality here. We, we, you all go to work, you pay your mortgage, you go to Destin for a week on the beach and you love your sports teams. It, it's... It's a regular city, yeah. and I, I think once these players realize that it's not a bad town to, to live in and raise your kids, the word will get back overseas. Yeah. They, they all talk to each other. Word will get back overseas, uh, and they'll we'll be on the, we'll be on the radar. Well, we see it with the NHL already that yeah. these guys yeah, for real. stay here. They, for real. You know, guys that leave come back uh-huh. here. You know, Hull, for example, went to Detroit, won a Stanley Cup, and then came back here. Mm. But get out of my house <laughs> right now. But part of part of that creating a feeling that they want to stay here is winning. Oh, absolutely. Because I don't care how nice the grocery store is, how nice your neighborhood is, how good the schools are. If, if there's a good culture, if you're miserable because you're losing every game, you're not going to have fond memories of St. Louis. You know, so. you, you treat. True, yeah. true. Because you just have to look four hours up the road in Chicago. Chicago's a great town, right? But they can't buy a win. Yeah, and their their culture turgid. is shit. Yeah. It's turgid. So enough of that. Turgid Let's, is a great word. <laughs> turgid. Uh, we mentioned John Hackworth and what a great job he's it's not doing. Not as good as trilogy of shit. Trilogy that, of that, shit. that was just that's the trifecta of <laughs> Coach Hack <laughs> uh, doing a great job with MLS Next Pro. We know unbelievable. He's going to. Definitely be a part of He's the coaching director, so he's going to be working with all the coaches at all the levels. Um, doing such a good job, in fact, that San Jose has interviewed him for their head coaching, vacant head coaching why, why position. Why exactly. I, um, I would rather, I'd rather have Hackworth than London. That's, oh, yeah, that's the other big L- name. London. Oh, and Precky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm good with them taking Precky. Yeah. Go ahead. See how that turns out. Well, but again, like we were talking earlier you know, if you develop a system that creates good players, part of that is moving them on. Part of that is them going on to bigger and better things. Same's true with coaching. You know, if you if your coach is doing a good job, then other teams are going to want to hire him to be their coach mm-hmm. or their general manager or their sporting director. So I am not shocked that Hackworth uh, got the call. I'm not. I'm, I would be thrilled for him if he took the job because I think he deserves another head coaching shot in MLS. Um, didn't didn't light it up with Philly. Uh, but it's Philly. It's Philly, exactly. Um, but I think he deserves another shot at it. I don't want him to leave St. Louis. I like what he's doing here, but but that's part of the game, kids. Uh, but you know what? Everyone's going to leave at some point. Exactly. Yeah. 
So uh, that's just the way it goes. You know what we should do? We should get Mrs. Hack on the We pod. should. Because she... We don't have to go through the team to get her. No, she's no. a private citizen. That's right. That's right. We won't get rejected for that. And she's... She seems to be pretty engaging with a lot of the she, culture here. So she it's, does uh, chime in on the Luligan page yeah. and on the other fan group pages and it, other t- Twitter feeds. That purchase scarves and you know, yep. like, yeah, she's she's all in. So she's let's good, get her on. She's good people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's talk about. Oh wait, real quick. M- NWSL uh, just it, it floated out there. They're looking to expand, and St. Louis is one of the many cities who apparently have shown interest. Uh, doesn't mean we're a front runner, but I know a lot of people in the in the city want an NWSL team to be a part of this. Seems to make sense with our female ownership. Um, hmm. Apparently, St. Louis is in the running. I wonder if there's a coach that could do that. Well, we'll talk about her, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's talk about these new MLS Next Pro rules <laughs> that were announced last week. I kind of look at it, I almost wonder if they have like a ping pong ball hopper sometimes. Yeah. And just, okay, what are we going to do this week? Well, and take one from column A and one from column B and combine them into a rule. Uh, the first one is red cards. If you get a red card, and not just a straight red, also an accumulation of yellows to make a red, internationally since 1703, <laughs> you've served your suspension the next game. Yep. MLS Next Pro is bound a better way. Of course they have. <laughs> They're going to make you serve that penalty against the team you got the card against. So if if I'm playing for oh let's say Colorado Rapids. Colorado Rapids too, and I take Mitch's leg out, not hard. I'm not suspended for the next game. I'm suspended for the next game I play Mitch's team. Unless I don't play Mitch's team again this year, in which case I will be suspended for the next game. Anytime there's a rule when you have to have three or four Caveats. fallbacks yeah. is not a good rule. No. Um, and even more so, like the, the straight red, I kind of get the theory that, look, if I punish your team and I get punished for it, you deserve the break the next time we play. That makes sense. Yes. But an accumulation of yellow cards. That's... That's cumulative. That's right. the, that's the whole thing. Cumulative would mean and it will, the next logical game. And it will also make me think, hmm, I'm sitting on, what is it, six yellow cards? Yeah, I think so. I'm sitting on five. Are you sure I've about got a, this? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've, got a playoff, no I've got a playoff game next week. I better take my card here against St. Louis. Then I won't have to worry about sitting out until I play St. Louis again. Yeah. I mean, that's that just, it's right. It's, that's Dude, what it's I'm MLS saying. Next. Cause is, I, at first I thought it was just a straight red, but it says it's for the accumulation of yellows too. The other no, but I mean, is, yeah, but two yellows in a game mm-hmm. is a red. Is it that the accumulation? No, no, no. I mean, about? I mean, I, know, I know what the multi game. No, I don't. Well, well that would like seem it, to make sense too. That would make sense. Yeah. But the five until yeah. you suspended over five games. Yeah, I think. That, that but the thing sense. is, too, is that it's like, okay, well, if I'm sitting on six today and next week we have a shit team yeah. and I know the following week we have a good team, well, I'm just going to go ahead and get a red against you they, today or they, yellow against yeah, you today. And that can be done now. I know, but it, it but as soon as you start putting yeah. variables in, guys start finding ways it to just Right. It just seems ham-handed. Yes. But also, you can't change the rules halfway through a season. 
Well, and the, and well, the, there are the no rumor, rules. The rumor is this one was going to wait until the off season, until they decided to do rule number two, which we're going to talk about here. My um, favorite. This is the we're just going to call it the Colorado Rapids rule. Yeah. Um, if I go down on the pitch, and I need medical assistance from the sideline, I then must go off of the pitch for three minutes. And then be waved back on by the official. Now, we had a lot of guys rolling around in that Colorado oh game, which they they demanded the trainer come out. The player of the match was definitely the trainer. The trainer come out, you know, do the magic spray or stretch the leg, and they take six minutes on the field, and then get back up and be fine. The league is now saying, nope. If you need the trainer out there, first of all, you're immediately going to be taken off the field, and you're going to be forced to stay off the field for at least three minutes. So it's going to disincentivize the play acting which honestly i'm i'm actually good with for two reasons one the play acting two concussion protocol is well, that it's very easy to avoid the concussion protocol well now it's when it gets interesting oh shit i spoke too soon <laughs> yes there are caveats if a goalkeeper is involved that doesn't count because you can't play on right. without a goalkeeper if it's a if it's a head injury it's not really the same thing. You can receive treatment on the field. Um, if you're fine, they can continue on without being waved back on the field and without having to serve your three-minute penalty. I mean, basically, this is a three-minute penalty box right. for faking. Go feel shame. But, again, like I said with the red card rule, if there's a bunch of caveats where it's not simple to explain... like no, I think that one's pretty simple. Though. No, no. It gets worse. Oh, God damn it. There's also the ref's discretion. The ref can decide, no, I don't think he's play acting. Like, so there's just too many variables. See, I'm okay. I'm okay with the goalie one. Makes sense. You know, hey, we're not going to do this because of goalie. When when we talk about it, the concussion protocol, it actually makes sense because you don't want them standing up and vomiting. But and there's having... already concussion pro- protocol. Right. So in that's place. what I'm saying. So that kind of supersedes yeah. this rule. You know, that's. That's in place. It's yeah. established. I'm fine with that. The referee's discretion. <sighs> I'll throw you another weird one. You and I are playing. Referee's not looking. I just rake your shin with my cleats. Yeah. You go down. You need treatment. You're going to have to go off for three minutes because I did that right. to you. Right, yeah. So that's gamesmanship. And I took you out of it. I took you out of the game for three minutes. I, I, the first thing I'm th- I thought of was Vinny Jones mm-hmm. just reaching back and grabbing uh, the guy in the nuts. Gaza's yeah. testicles. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, this, this is ripe for abuse. Yeah. Both but, ways. But I do appreciate the fact that they're trying to find a way to stop the play acting. Because, again, that, that Rapids game, I will step back. And, again, never a fan of blaming referees. He was out of his depth beyond – like. He, when when you let it, when it gets out of control, ninety seconds into the game, yeah. you know it's going to be a bad day. You know but what? it just, just do, it, do, it, do, do you know easy fix. Do what they do in rugby. Trainer goes on the field and they have to play around the trainer, <laughs> doing treatment yeah. on, to the guy. I oh, mean, it's in the it's in front of the penalty spot. Oh well, here's the problem. Play around. You got to play around. He's part, yeah. He becomes part of the the fabric of the fi- the game. Here's the problem, and here's it goes back to what Matt said when we first started the podcast. This whole league seems reactionary, oh, very short-sighted, and experimental. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
this rule they um, they came up with it like a few days after the Colorado thing. Like it's like they saw, oh, we can't have that happen. Let's make a rule, and they didn't think it all the way through. See, the the best answer to something like this is the same thing that every other sport in the world is implementing ahead of time: video review, or. The referee has the power to yellow card you for time wasting. If he thinks you're faking it. But it's never used. No. That's the problem. But the the rule already exists. You don't have to make a new rule. You have to enforce the existing rule. The thing is the thing is one of the one of the best things I love about soccer is that the game played in Edwardsville should be the same game that's played at Hackney Marshes, the same game that's played at Anfield, the same game that's played at Bayern Munich. And it's Real the same Oviedo. reason I don't like the fucking, it, it can't end in a draw, it has to have a penalty it, shootout. It, it's it's not, stupid. It's, it's becoming not the same game. Yes. No, it's closer to indoor some days than it is. I mean, In my history in the last four years, I wasn't going to make that correlation. But, imagine, but, yeah. imagine, imagine your dad calling you and say, hey, how'd St. Louis uh, 2 do this weekend? You say, oh, they got two points. Explain that fucking shit. I mean, two points. Yeah, but again, it, I, I, I again harken it back to hockey. They had an offsides problem. They set up cameras. They didn't work. So then, what they did is said, "Hey, okay, we're going to redo the camera system. But if it's a close call, the ref can say, hey, 'Hey, let's yeah. go to video.' You know, basically VAR, make the call, move on. And VAR, in theory, was not going to work well. But I think it's done a decent job. Well, it will, can be improved. What I will on. say is that. I'm okay with them making changes experimentally. If once they realize they don't work, just get rid of them. Go back to normal. Yeah. You know, but, I, but, and but, I think but, they but will. My, but these people don't admit they make mistakes. That, yes, that's, <laughs> another, that's where I was about to go. Yeah. Is that they'll if if they go if they change it back, they'll be like they'll never listen to me again because the last time I tried something right. it, it didn't yeah. work. You know. So yeah. I, I, I just go back to what I was saying. I think the players deserve better. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. And again, that, that Rapids game was such a disaster mm-hmm. with the time I mean, wasting and the props rolling. Props on the league, like you said, for trying to do something to eliminate that. But I just think... I'd love to see the, the miles run by that trainer for that yeah. day. Because I'm serious. I think her, he probably... Her heat zone map was, was pretty I, impressive. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was just constant. Like, yeah. especially in the second half of the second half. I legit think she was out there more than players were. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, stadium, stadium update. We are at the 10.05 timestamp. Uh, and from uh, a graphic that we've seen, basically, unless you're like wanting one seat or three seats or something odd, the whole top ring is sold out. Two hundreds are gone. The only thing left are the one hundreds, which are, coincidentally, the more expensive seats. So, uh, I'm not saying give up. Hang in there, people. You may get an opportunity, but it may cost you. Um, we know there are still some supporter seats, uh, section seats left. Not seats, sorry, spots. Um, those will be offered to people who did not get the general reserve first. Uh, so, maybe some of those people can still get a supporter section spot. Um, but it, they're going quick, um, except for, like I said, the... You know, I think we mentioned it when the pricing first came out. I think we've got the best of both worlds. I think we've got some really inexpensive seats mm-hmm. for how good they are. And then I think we've got some overpriced seats. That's um, pretty much every stadium. I, I, but I, I think we've got some more expensive than other stadiums. Because you can first year. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. still it's still a business, and they're still going to... 
I do I do think the three year contract was a good idea. From their part. From yeah. their part, from yes. The, from a consumer part, no. Well, I did it, but I'm going to go anyway. Right, yeah. but that's the thing. You're going to go anyway. But it, Somebody that is... It didn't lock you in. It locked you into a minimum yeah, of, I know. of... Like, I think they should have said, we're not going to raise your prices for three years. Yes. They said, we, we'll, we'll caution we're, how much we raise it. Well, it's 10% less yeah. than what... No, no. I, no, I agree. But I'm going to go anyway. Yeah. From and that's cool because because one of my concerns has always been what happens when the wheels fall off the team or, or the, the oh, shiny yeah. new runs out the novelty wears off. Um, Definitely smart on up. the team. I, I'm yeah. I wonder how enforceable it is. Well, I have to sign a legal contract. Yeah, but I mean, what if you? But what, if but if you lose your job, yeah, and the team, what are they going to do? Sue you? You can say, hey, I really did plan on buying tickets, but I lost my job. Or. You know, or medical emergency or whatever. Like, I don't know how enforceable that contract is. Are they really going to sue people who don't? I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. No, no. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just, not a lawyer. I'm just know. thinking aloud. You know, what if, what if I move to England Yeah, in two years? What if I move back to England in two years? I mean. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. But, but I do think it was a nice gesture to offer it to people. Uh, I wish they would have done it for supporter section because I would have done it for supporter section. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, I'm going to be there. Um, other than that, but there's not, but you, but you know what? They, they sold out the 200s. Um, there's not a bad seat in the house. It doesn't surprise me that the, the cheaper options have gone first. Oh, yeah. And, mm. and I, sp- I mean, I actually like to sit higher and I watch spoke, the game. I, sp- I spoke to my um ticket agent rep person and fake Caleb, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and honestly, I didn't feel like I was ripped off, yeah. but I also got the very, very back row. No, I, don't, I, don't I mean, but I was thinking about that the other day. Like, if I would have gotten seats, mm-hmm. I would have said, "Oh, I'm with you, Bird. Let's do back row. Let's. I mean, still a good spot. Well, and also not too stand, expensive. Stand up if you exactly. Want. I think that's. I think that's the best of both worlds, actually. Mm-hmm. Right by the away fans too. <laughs> Banter. That'll end well. Yeah, it could be good, or it could not. Did um, he just throw you in like a dart? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about. Oh. Uh, in addition to that, we know we saw some pictures from our friend Caleb, mentioning Caleb. Uh, there are rails going in at the standing sections. Yeah. Uh, so it won't be long. Uh, grass is on the training fields. They've installed the sod out there. Uh, I saw some people that were... Would you be surprised if they didn't install grass on the training fields? Well, it's already done. <laughs> I think that's the point. Uh, but I did see some, some, you know, maybe some suburban dads who were like, Whoa, 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 it's a little too warm to be putting the sod down. <laughs> you know, these guys know their lawns, if nothing else, in the counties of St. Louis. Uh, you know what? They can afford. Well, the that's water what somebody bill. said. Don't worry about it. The uh, the cool root system is better than what you have in your backyard in West my, County. My, my Bermuda shade yeah. is not going to match up what they have put yeah. down. Oh, they get Kemlon out there to spray it down. <laughs> now, that being said, uh, I would love to have that shit in my yard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then last big stadium news, uh, it was officially announced this week. Lufus Plaza is the name of the uh, concourse outside where they're going to have all sorts of pregame stuff. Uh, I do think it sounds like a used car lot that well, way. I mean, it, you know, it's like it kind of is. Come see our used cars at Lufus Plaza. You, you know, they're going to have like cars out there with the sticker. Oh, yeah, the there'll be a GMC and, truck. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but. Makes perfect sense. Lou Fuse, a huge investor in, in youth soccer in the area. I would have been shocked if they didn't get their name attached to the stadium and the and the team in some fashion. So Agreed. 
good for them. Uh, and good for Lufus, really, you know, whether you like their cars or not, <laughs> they have invested a lot in youth soccer, and they do care. Um, I want to mention, oh, the Thieves. The Thieves, uh, Sarah's not here, but we will cover this for her. Uh, the Thieves, the Shoot Boy, Bahoys, sorry, and the SLC Punks have worked on together to do a collab scarf benefiting the Missouri Abortion Fund. Um, if you're interested in that scarf, you can go to any one of their social media outlets, the Thieves, the CSB City Shoot Bahoys, or SLC Punks, uh, and you can order that scarf. Uh, and I, I do know that there is an end date on it. I, it's, it's in August. August 8th, I think, yeah. or August 7th, maybe. Yeah, something like that. So you don't want to wait too long. Yeah, this is a pre-order. Get your order in. And I will say, they are selling fast, so... Good to you. Good to you, people that have a conscience. My phone is blowing up with, with the, all the notifications, and that's good. I know. I, I need to set up a, a email rule that just says throw these into a folder and don't notify yes, me. Because I just want to say, abortion is healthcare. So, uh, and women's rights are human rights, and we support that. So, uh, you know, you know what I really think about it. It's none of my goddamn business what I think about it. That's, that's right. what I'm talking about. I am not a woman. So, you know. Well, it's, it's irrelevant. I, f- f- the bodily autonomy. Exactly. guys, too. I, well, that's no, true, too. N- no one can tell me what I can and can't do with my body. So, and, and then it's, that's, you can't tell me I need to have a vasectomy. So why would I say you need to do something with your uterus? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, that's, it's not a gray area. It's not. This it's, is, it's, frankly, yeah. none of my business. You nope. are an adult. You are not an adult. In some Even cases. more so if you're not an adult. Uh, but you are an individual human being that should have rights and you, autonomy. Yeah. Freedom yeah. for yeah. some, but not for all. So if you want to support the Missouri Abortion Fund and you want to support our friends in the Thieves, the Shoot Bahoys, and the SLC Punks, go buy the scarf. Last thing I will say it is, pretty is that the amount of additional donations, because we do have the option that you can throw a donation in, in addition to the scarf purchase. Yes. The number is amazingly high. So, and and quite honestly, more is going from those donations than it is from the scarves themselves. There you the go. The retail. So, that and is significant. If you don't want a scarf, say you're not a scarf person, please. We encourage you to donate to the Missouri Abortion Fund, the the Hope Clinic in Granite City, and uh, Planned Parenthood of the Missouri and St. Louis region. Right, breaking news. Yeah, go ahead. I just got a text. Fred will be in appearance in tomorrow. Holy tomorrow night. cow. That's right. He's coming to celebrate our birthday with That's us. That's right. He is. He's actually going to be in town, and he's going to join us. He is criticizing my uh, conversation of chocolate long johns at Quick Trip, though. You know, so, Roman Beck, he is now the only second most famous person yes, at the game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the last bit of news I want to do before... Fred will be like, oh yes, I, I'm a professional soccer player too. He is. <laughs> he is. I have the card to prove it. Um, last bit of news before we do a couple of uh, listener questions. I want to give a big shout out to my friend, uh, Lindsey Kennedy Eversmeyer. Coach yeah, Z. Yeah, Coach Z. Uh, we do know this was the last year of Fire and Ice, a project she gave more than 100% of her efforts to for the last 10 years. Um. She has been rewarded. She has been named the head coach of the men's soccer team at Southwestern Illinois College. This is just amazing. Yeah. We have said for years, I mean, literally, this isn't a I told you so. This is a we have been saying for years a men's team needs to hire her because she makes winners. 
She she does. She, she's a winner. She makes winners. I, just the same way that Hackworth makes winners, she made winners with women. She needed this challenge. I bet you those boys are going to be tough as hell. You know, I mean, you're starting to see it slowly but surely. Women are infiltrating the men's sports in in NFL or in, in and yeah, there's a American lot, football, uh, basketball, basketball, the NBA. There's yes. a lot. Um, I don't, I can't think of anybody. And I, I did some Googling and it's really hard to find out. Th- there have been some assistants and there have yeah. been some, uh, I mean, St. Louis city just named uh, the under 14 director, uh, is a woman, mm-hmm. but, uh, this is a big step for, for both Lindsay and for men's soccer in general. Uh, I, I don't I couch it. I don't want to say I'm making a big deal of this because it's a woman taking over. I'm making a big deal of this because she's my friend and she's earned this spot. And she's so earned absolutely. a right. She's, she's going to nail it. I and I think so. She's going to she's going to kick ass. I think she's going to do a really good job. So congrats, Coach Z, and congrats, uh, Southwestern Illinois. For, I talked I talked to her a little last night via text. I sent her a congrats, and and we texted back and forth for a while. And, which always goes wonderful when your wife is. Yeah. Who is Lindsay? Um, but uh, don't you know, worry about it. Yeah, it's like she's, <laughs> she's a winner, hun. That's who she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but do, no, do you need any sports wear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but it, but it, she's just like I just she's she she said something to the effect of, and I, I'm paraphrasing that I'm nervous because I don't want to let other women down, and my response was. Fuck them because you're gonna win. Yeah, like it's not even a question. Like but it was just. This is a pattern of Lindsay's. Uh, you know, she was the first woman to play professional soccer on a men's team. Mm-hmm. Um, she's used to these these big moments and stepping up and meeting the challenge. And you know, even if she loses, it won't be for lack of effort. It won't be for lack of preparation. Training. She she's gonna train the those I mean, boys. Think they've had it hard before. She puts them through the ringer. But. We don't have to go very far back in our history when you can name a can't miss coach and still lose. <laughs> a la Precky. So, Lindsay, you're going to be better than Precky was at St. Louis FC. Um, I have no doubt that you're going to do well. And like I said, if you don't, it won't be your fault. It, so. No, no. In fact, honestly, the worst I can see her doing is 500. She's a like that, she is a winner. Well, and honestly, just what it is. I don't know anything about the program she's stepping into. I don't either, but like, it doesn't matter. Well, no, I mean, she may if she goes five hundred, that may be a big step up from that. True, I don't true. know, but that, but that's why they hired her. Yes, because they know she's going to win. She will improve any program she goes to. There is no question. Okay. Or an NWSL team, if one would come. There you go. Um, there were just a couple of questions, I think, so I will hit those real quick here. Um. The first one is, uh, Stuart wanted to know a memorable moment from each club that has been supported over the years. Oof. Uh, Lions, what do you want to say about Lions? Uh, okay, well, no, you got to start with AC St. Louis. Okay, yeah, we do have to start with AC. Um, Bring me Ken fo- fucking Godet right fucking now. That, that's no. one. That's one. Uh, Rocco. Gill. Luis Gill. Oh, white white Brazilian. No, 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 no. Or no, Luis no. Gill, the Luis Gil, 19 year old. The kid was from like 16, RSL 17 year old. On loan to us. Yeah. Scored. Um, that was a big goal. He was, yeah, 16 at the time, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was like a child. Um, Rocco insulting the guy that, that might have bought the team. Threatened to buy the team. Yeah. 
uh, <laughs> the, the, the no. tornado game. Oh, the, the tornado <laughs> game where the guy was panicking. Panicking. Oh, like be calm, yeah. be calm. Yeah, Claude and Elka. Claude and Elka. Everything about Claude and Elka was honestly, memorable. it's it's such it was such a shit show that like every day was a a, yeah. a, a sitcom. Yeah, it was it was something, uh, but fun times. Uh, the Lions. Um, I mean, just being on those fucking bleachers in a billion degrees <laughs> every fucking oh. game. That was just miserable. Kyle prowling the sidelines. Yeah. I mean, that was always great because these guys would go, go walking for a throw-in, and here's the 6'3", giant tattooed guy screaming at him. Yeah. I, Liz and Keith bringing back, like, 50 beers from, yeah. from the trailer you had to buy beers at. <laughs> yeah, no, the trailer. is the well, building. No, well, the building, the yeah, it was like a little trailer like they window. Literally, they literally picked up uh, the boxes that the yeah. because it was aluminum bottles, and yeah. they just threw, like, ice in the boxes and... That'll last. Um, um, going to the bathroom on the uh, uh, Thunder Bay bus. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. We're getting thrown out. Getting the thrown one game out. I wasn't there. When it, when it was actually was not our fault. Oh, uh, um, oh, Pizza Street. Oh, jeez. Worst restaurant ever. Wanted, the, the official meal. Oh, I, I've, I've been to that restaurant. The official you, 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 like food there. provider for the team. Like that was what fueled them. Yeah, yes. do you think Austin Wenger to go with that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think but, so. No, you, honestly, did you take Wesley there? Because that might have been the cause of a I've stomach take, problem. Yeah. I've taken you in there. Yeah, because because I were I will never forget the one time we went. We were you know hammered. How people say there's no such thing as bad pizza. There is. We were hammered. We're like, oh, the team's going there. We're going to go have fun. It was all you can eat for like three ninety nine. So we're like, we're stupid. all in. And I just remember the next morning having oh. the worst stomach pain and like cramping that I could imagine. And the pain in the bathroom that yeah. I went through. It was not good. I, it was, I, I literally had to shower afterwards because of how soaked I was with sweat. <laughs> it was zero evil. nutritional no. value. It was cardboard. There is and zero nutritional sauce. value. All right. That's enough about that. <laughs> uh, Pia saw. Oh, uh, Jesus. Just all the, the Piasaw games were just so much fun. This is silly. I never, I never know who won those games. This is silly. Yeah. I, that, just that alone. Peeing in the boat. Peeing in the boat. Rocco and Rocco and the owner, Matt Williams, up on the glass screaming at people. Rocco right? running across the highway <laughs> in the <laughs> pitch dark. I was getting a beer once. And the, the girls that were selling the beer were talking about it. And they, they, whis- they went into a spirit and they said, that guy is peeing in a picture over there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Ryan Smith just <laughs> pissing in an empty picture. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And like yeah. he's the president of yeah. American Outlaws. He's this guy that I kind of look up to as, as the man for, for American soccer in St. Louis. And I'm looking. Speaking it's of. It's just that. That was, that was when I knew he was one of us. Speaking of pissing in. God. Kyle. Now. It didn't happen, but Kyle told Seabor he peed in his water bottle, oh, right. the goalie. And the goalie lost his ever-loving mind, was screaming at the ref that we peed in his water bottle, and we're all like, huh, what? Why? And Didn't Greg put beer in one goalie's water bottle? He did, yeah. But telling Seabor we peed in his water bottle when we didn't, and him losing it. And then after the game, because after the game, they would just go to the little bar there at the indoor place. Yeah. And uh, Matt bought him a Cosmo. (laughs) 
It was like no, it was, the bar was a couple like a half a half a mile down. Oh, well, the one place, the Sports Chalet, it was inside. Yes, it was yeah. inside, but th- this was yeah, down, this was yeah, 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 this the was, old place. The, yeah, yeah. Piasaw was just. Oh, uh, it was. I don't remember any of the games, but we had. Well, fun. the other problem was we were. That was when Four Loco. Yeah, was a thing, yeah. and that was never a good sign. That was just stupid times. Yes. Uh, Bordeaux. I never made it to a Bordeaux game. Matt, you went to a couple. I did. I enjoyed going to the Bordeaux games a lot. I think that like, was at Slew the, High School. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was because I made one. Yeah. But then they got. I think they got. Kind of bought out and became. No, no, sorry. I'm think Manny Forbes. Yeah, yeah. Was was their man? Yeah, yeah. And he was like. He's a very good player. Panamanian student. And he was a very good player. He went on to play for the ambush. And um, honest to God, he, he was like one of the best players I'd seen up in St. Louis up to that point. And, and he really was a good player. He, it was a shame that, that Sonny got messed over by a couple of sponsors and yeah. and, and, and the Bosnian fans didn't show like he thought they were going to do. Huh, Na- naively on his part, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but he actually put together a pretty good team. Yeah. He actually, you know, and, and this, there was some regular faces that you'd seen around that the Alan Haggerty was yeah. playing for them. And, um, you know, for instance... Was Acosta playing for them? Yes, that's the name. I was I was searching for it. But it was a decent team. Yeah. And, th- and they finished, I think, second and, in their little yeah. division. Yeah. And they played in St. Louis proper, which right. was, nope. was needed at the time. You know, it was price, right? It was five bucks a game. Of season ticket, it was 35 bucks. It was, it was all right. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It was a it was a nice way to start the 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 the, um, the weekend. The games were on a Friday night, like for Lions games on a Sunday. The games would be at five. You'd all get there at two o'clock, and it'd be absolutely on your ass by off, yeah. right? But because these games were on a Friday night, it was a bit more mellow because people would show up after work at five thirty. They'd they'd only be like forty five minutes to have a drink, and then we'd wander over to the yeah. game, and it it wasn't. The laid back, yeah. yeah. It wasn't the drunk fest. Yeah. Um, and it also, because the games were at 7, 7.30, it wasn't 5,000 yeah, fucking the, degrees Fahrenheit. Well, and, and the way their football field or their field was set up, it's kind of a little bit, in a, a little bit it, yeah. where you get protected from a lot of the heat. So, yeah, it wasn't bad. And I only went once, but... It was it was all right. It, <clears> it, was, it, was, a, it was a good time. Um, but then, obviously, St. Louis FC showed up. And then... Yeah. You know, they became the big dog in town. Yeah, I mean, there were so many memories from St. Louis FC. I, you know, I don't know what to even say. Well, Sam, Sam Fink is obviously the mainstay, yeah. uh, and and he's going to get the. What was you know it, when we beat Minnesota in that Open Cup and everybody stormed the field? That was a good one because I wasn't there. <laughs> I remember I, we were in the big circle and everybody was jumping up and down, and mm-hmm. I turned. Pace around, was playing the drums. I turned around and Pace was playing the drums. I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" He goes, "I have no idea." <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was banging on the drums. And I, 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 I think it was Pace that I had a beer in my hand and they took a long ass pull been, yeah. off of it, and I was just kind of like, "Yeah." And you know what? For Those early teams were fun. They but were. But for a team that let us down a fair amount. Yeah. That we've got a lot of great memories. Oh, yeah. A lot of great memories. It was done right. Yeah. It was done right. Yeah. And all, I mean, all the Open Cups were were brilliant. I just love that tournament. And, you know, it was pure. Yeah. It was pure. I mean, Jeremy and the front office and, like, it, I mean, 
it's cliche, but that it was like a family atmosphere. Oh, it was. And I mean, we'd go on a road trip and we'd come back and Jeremy had handwritten notes to put under all the windshields, that was thanking amazing. everybody. Um, Just even that first uh, first game ever, away to Louisville. Yeah, getting the Christmas cards and all that shit. I mean, that was really, they were, they were a class organization. Um, Fire and Ice, you know, I just remember having fun, cheering for the Britneys. It was never the drunk fest that no, the no, other ones no. were. And partially because they didn't serve alcohol for the first couple of years. Yeah, or it, you would go to the park and drink yeah. before the game, but it didn't get crazy. Yeah. I think the best part was is that you just always saw a good game. They yeah, they played well. They, they were always good teams. It was always going to be, and especially, you know, the Lions weren't very good for a long yeah. stretch. To go over and just watch these women just. There was a better than average chance you were going to see a win and you were going to see a bunch and of Lino. goals. And Lino. And Lino. And you know what? I probably went to five or six games. And then. Uh, Maybe. The first year I had season tickets, and then but then the second and third year I probably went to two, three, yeah. two, two games. Yeah, but the the, the name stuck. Rachel Tahada, you know, mm, Kay- Kaylee Utley, Kaylee Utley, good players that stuck with Lindsay for four yeah. or five years. That they, they, they came back year after year, and they they just and they, and they were good, good kids, yeah, and they, they maxed out their eligibility and all, just to stay around. They were, they were so a good. good team. I mean, Lindsay worked their asses off. Yeah. Oh yeah, you'd watch their videos where she'd be in like a gator. Yeah. And they would be chasing her through the farm, and yeah, it was like, oh my god. But again, but there was a reason they were successful, and that's what the, that team has to look forward to when she takes over. That's right. Um. Let's see. God dang it. Hit a button. <laughs> Hit the wrong button. Um, let's see. The next one is uh, Phil Murphy stories about away game hijinks. I mean, we always had fun on road trips. I mean, bus breakdowns were more common. I was going to say, <laughs> they became a regular occurrence. Yeah. Almost like if it didn't break down, I'd be upset. Almost lost Madden. <laughs> Le- the- leaving Madden at the rest stop. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um. I, I was not a bigger fan of bus trips as you guys were, but I do like going to away games. Yeah. I remember the, one of the first away games we went to, it, it was the second season, I think, and it was in Oklahoma City, and I'd driven, yeah. and you guys arrived off that little minibus yeah. and trudged off it after being on that bus for nine hours. You you look like damp refugees. Yeah, that was the one we thought we were going to have a bathroom, and yeah. then they brought oh that little God. bus. I, I watched yeah. you come off. I'm going, oh, Jesus, I'm so glad I drove. Fuck, yeah. that was the trip uh, that Gilbert was yeah. so fucking drunk. We oh, had to, no, not, not Gibbs. Gilbert. Uh, uh, Gibbs. Gibbs, Gibbs. We had to carry him into the game. Yeah. And it was amazing. And then the next minute, he's just and it, normal talking. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, did you just, what happened to you? Did someone give you like a gallon of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> He, Trained his blood. Pa- he passed out in the porta potty. And he passed out going uphill. Yeah, in he a fell chair. uphill somehow. Yeah. Uh, but he was he was fully passed out when we carried him into the game. And we just told the guy at the gate, nah, he's fine. <laughs> and we just laid him in the bleachers. Oh, we, th- we told him that he was injured. His leg was yeah. injured. That's why we were carrying yeah. him. And we just laid him in the bleachers. And then about half, halfway through the second half, he's up. Who was it? There was some idiot that was trying to buy him more Daniels. Daniels. No, no, it was Gilbert. That, oh, was it yeah, Gilbert? It was Gilbert, yeah. Gilbert bought him a beer, and we're like, "Get the fuck away <laughs> from him!" Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're up. Here's a beer. No. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think my favorite road trip of all time was was Colorado. Colorado. I was gonna say, I, I like Colorado. Like we, the 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 six of us had a great time, but more importantly, like the the boys were down at breakfast the same time we were. Yeah. And it was just this, you know, like the respect we got from them for going to the game. 
edibles. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. <laughs> I liked getting an airplane to the game. Yeah, that <laughs> was <laughs> nice. I liked yes. doing that. Yeah, the, it, it, and I did. I did go back to Colorado, and I drove it. Not as salubrious. Yeah, no. no. But it was. It, it's a good destination. Yeah. It's a good place to go and watch a football game. I mean, I had fun on all of our away trips, and. and Except for the rides home when we lost in Louisville. But even then, I mean, we had some fun memories on oh, the road absolutely. trips. Oh, um, absolutely. Jeremy giving the double finger in the middle yeah. of the stands. What about that 4-3 game in Kansas City? Oh, yeah. That was magnificent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a game. Well, just even the Open Cup game. You know, we took it to them. Yeah, and, I mean. You know, and that was kind of neat with, you know, who was it, Tulsa? Or was it Tulsa in the Open Cup recently? Oh, or, or no, uh, not Omaha. Tulsa. Omaha, Omaha. That's yeah. what it was. I, close enough. Uh, but, but it was just like all the memories came flooding yeah. back of that. Like, that was us. That was us. Uh, next. Robbie Cyrus. Um, have you discussed what restaurants, breweries, et cetera, you'd like to see at Centene and which ones you want closer to the North End? Well, we know the supporters bar is, well, we've been told. Yes. We've been promised uh, <laughs> that the supporters bar is going to have all of the local breweries that we love. Uh, Second Shift, Schlafly, Urban Chestnut, Civil Life, Four Hands, uh, Well Spent Now. Um, Michelob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're going to have a variety. Actually, you know what? Cold Bush beer every once in a hey, while. Hey, no, I don't, I don't want to discriminate. Um, but we've, we've been told there will be multiple local beer options in the supporter section bar. I don't want to limit it to just one. I want to uh, have choices. Yeah, because I, I like to share the, spread the love around. Um, food, I mean, so many good places in St. Louis that have worked with us in the past. Sugar Fire, Mission Taco, Locos Tacos. Mm, fries. The, yeah, the Locos Fries are the best. Um, I'm not a big eater at games. I'm not either, just because... Uh, but I have enjoyed the Locos Fries at a game. The thing is, I've usually eaten at the tailgate. Yeah. And during the game, it's... Drink and watch. Like I, yeah. I don't want to be distracted by food unless, unless, uh, um, house has his nachos. Yeah, Willian Yo has Will his Inyo. nachos. Then um, nachos are interesting. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what they do, how they do it. Um, I, you know, I'm sure there will be. I mean, there's so many good local places in St. Louis. I know. Um, and Kraft is you know working on all that stuff. I. There's so many good local places that you can't go wrong. No, no. So. Just as long as it doesn't cost a fortune. That's the key. Because that's my only concern. And it's nothing against Kraft. He is truly, pun intended, a craftsman. Yeah. But the problem is with craftsmanship comes price. Yes. Um, St. Louis City SC. I don't think this is the official account. <laughs> there's a four. <laughs> there's a four after the after the name. What? Uh, but top three moments. Uh, I don't like doing that because. But it's from St. Louis FC. I mean, we've already talked about some We of do those. that like... Uh, lowest moments uh, when they folded. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I, I, I was actually thinking about this today. There's only been three moments in my life in this game where I've cried. That's, oh, I've been genuinely pissed off, upset. and, and When United me. signed Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> when, England lost, when England lost the semifinal of the World Cup in 1990. Yeah. And... When Stockport got beat by Burnley in the playoff final in 94, 95, and then St. Louis FC 
Folding. Yeah. That last game. Because we were fucking robbed. We were. Two offside goals, yeah. man. We were fucking robbed. That, that was and a I'm shitty so, way to end it. I'm not, I'm not a tinfoil hat, man. Yeah. But USL could not have the, the team in the nice stadium yeah. getting beat in the playoffs by I the mean, team that was stiffing them on an exit fee. Yeah. It, it, it was fucking shady, man. It, I'm it, sorry. See, it seems a bit shady. But then again, why did we get a penalty, though? I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't add up. But we were fucked. We had like three goal or four goals disallowed against Louisville that year. Yeah, within we, yeah. two months. Yeah, yeah, within yeah, it wasn't even two months. It was like six weeks. Yeah, we, yeah, we should have beat them in the regular season, right? And then that just the chef final show. was Shaft Show, just, and me arguing with the security guard first because they were yelling at children, that like kids were crying and the security guard was being a dick about the masks. Yeah, it was like getting in their face, standing in the yellow line, could he? So I got into a fight with the security guard. Then, as soon as the game was over, I was I was bent. I mean, I stood there because I just picture me and you and, mm-hmm. and uh, he was he was gone. He, he was yeah. gone. Like as soon as that was over, I like bolted out and I I went out and had a cigarette because you had to go outside the right. stadium. And then you guys were all taking pictures, like the final pictures, all those pictures. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not in them. Mm-hmm. And I was standing there talking to the guy at the gate. I said. Hey man, this is our last game ever. We're taking pictures. I didn't know. Can I go back in there? And he wouldn't let me back in. And I got into a screaming match with that guy. There's just I, no need. There was no. It was. Need. It was just dickish. I never want to feel the way I felt. Yeah. That standing on the field with the guys watching them cry, yeah. looking up at all of us crying. It. I never want that feeling again in my life. I. The only thing I will say is, after that year where we couldn't watch the team. At least we got that one final game where the fans could be there, right? And because I, I was really worried because we would do the remember we were doing mm, the trespass show. podcast, <laughs> uh, and I was really worried that the fans weren't going to get to say goodbye to that yeah, team same. at all. And the thing is, as well, that was a good team. Yeah. Yes, that put, was really a good put, team. Put, yeah, and it was. If he'd have had a couple years, it, if he'd have had it, one more year, yeah, it, it was a really good team. We got, you know. And, and not yes, only and that, I know it's a coulda, woulda, shoulda, but... Yeah. And they were good guys, too. Yeah, it was like, a good yeah, group of guys. Okay, we got to get up for the last part here, because uh, like, we cannot end on that. Yeah, any other St. Louis City or St. Louis FC stories you want to tell? No, let's get off here? FC okay. completely. What are, we, what are we going to talk about? It's our birthday, 12 yeah, years. Let's go back to the birthday. What's... What's let's bring up on what's almost, been some almost, of your almost a teenager? <laughs> yeah. What's what's been some of our favorite? It's only a year younger than my daughter. Memories. Let's see. Um, I, th- I think w- when I first moved to St. Louis, it was nine and a half years ago, and you, was, I've watched you transform the group from eight drunk guys to what it is today, and there's guys, there's people you hate. And there's people that that doubted you guys who texted me during the first home game of St. Louis FC and, and the text said, I didn't think you'd pull it off, but you did. And, and uh, during the first St. Louis yeah. FC. And, and we we changed, you, it changed from a little group of guys that got together to watch soccer to a supporters group. Yeah. And, and it, the evolution of the group and has, has been... Uh, a graph that I I've been able to watch, and you know, it, it, it's become a we're a supporters group. We're not 
you know. And we could not have done it without Alan Paul. I mean, he gave us that, that meeting at, at ITAP where he said, you know, he, he I want you there. You're part of this. You need to be part of like well and he, he gave us that he chance. trusted us to do our thing right whereas you know whatever you want to say about our lions years and they were fun we had some mm-hmm. fun times out there and jim shipley was amazing yes. uh, but tony glavin never believed in the concept nope, never um say he didn't work against us but he never helped us he never there. bought in right and jeremy said you guys just do what you want to do self-police if it goes too far i'll let you know if right. you need something from me you let me know but in addition to that they they helped promote things they they always made sure whatever the team was doing we were included in season ticket number one um just things like making sure we knew what announcements were coming up so we could we could either i mean it was a collaboration a lot of times of oh what if we did this and um it's what lower division soccer is supposed to be. Yeah. It really yeah. is. I mean, it was it, it was great. I went from I went, I went from uh, looking at Detroit City at what they had and being envious to not being envious anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is true. That is true. And even even at that, knowing, you know, I, I I think it was funny too going back to that conversation with Jeremy, him you know him saying, well, how many do you think you'll have? And I remember Brad and I were like 50. And we were like, we may be pushing it at 50. And then that first game, it was several hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and we were just like, you know, we under-ordered that run of scarves. Yeah. We just were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, well, what happened? And I think because by that time, we already had a pretty significant following on Twitter. We we always did well on social media. And, and that was you. Well. That, that was you. That was me, but Eventually it was also it was Sarah yeah. as well. But but at it, the was beginning, it was also you because we interacted with other supporters groups and they saw what we were doing, and and we had some respect there from other groups outside yeah, of St. Louis. True, but people started following us, and like we had a, a lot of followers compared to who showed up at the games. Yes, and then I think when St. Louis FC came, it was like all those people who had been casually following us and keeping an eye on what we did and, and even liking, you know, some of the stuff we did, they thought, Oh, now there's a real team. I don't have to drive all the way out to Cottleville, which was part of it. It was was division three. It was professional. And I think it just kind of like caught up to it. It was like, Okay, we've been watching you for a while. Now we're ready. There was a surge that yeah. the gates need to be. And I up. still think, you know, like right now we have like 12,000 Twitter followers. I think it's going to take another bump up of people who've been following us but never made it out to a city or a St. Louis FC game. Now they're going to come out because it's MLS. Yeah, and we even saw that at that first yeah. City 2 game. Yeah. Where it was like, "Oh my god, where'd these people come from?" Yeah. So, it but it's cool. I mean, and but I think we'd built a reputation. Uh, we'd built a following online, and 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 we did good things. You yeah, know, yeah, we had we had the coolest tailgate trailer. We yeah. had good food at the tailgates. We had great we, scarves. We had great merch. We had, and we were careful with what we chose to support yeah. and what we didn't. Yeah, I, you know, we was, tried to do things the right way or authentically. 
And well, no, I'd even say the right way that, you know, hey, this is the socially correct thing to do. You know, yeah. we are going to support well, gay and trans yeah. rights before Pride Nights were important. But I just think, like, as far as, like, supporter culture, there were things that we did and things that we refused to do. Like, we we saw what other groups were doing and we thought, that's not... That's not us. That's not cool, but this is something we could get into. or, And, you know, we... we we followed our hearts, it was which good, is what I suggest to like the punks and any other new groups. Do your thing, because once you start trying to pretend to do something, just don't pretend. Yeah, like don't pretend but to be hard. How many don't groups don't? To be ultra. Or how many groups do pretend right. to do something? Just be. Yeah. So yeah, some of us were not, were very, not very cool, but we found other not very cool people to hang out with us. But that was the other thing too, <laughs> is that, you know, at the beginning people were like, Luligans, oh, they're going to start trouble. They didn't realize it was a, a joke. A, a joke. Yeah. And then eventually it became like people started referring to all soccer fans. Yeah. You know, they, they, they started, you know, Luligans became like Kleenex yeah. for tissues. Like, in, you know, oh, that's the Luligans. Well, there's a big section. It's not just yeah. us. So it, it's, it's kind of neat how it changed. Yeah, and, and at the same time, like I think our our reputation nationally has grown to the, in the sense that if people know we're behind it, it it has a certain you know steel of approval. Um, <laughs> now, not counting Detroit City and the Northern Guard, they don't like anything we do. Uh, but but that I mean, they're a parody of themselves at times. I, I didn't want. To, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not here to denigrate someone. No, no. Who, who's not here to. Oh, and they themselves. they still do a lot of really good stuff, and they they have really good members too. But but on Twitter, they become that guy. Again, there was a point where I envied them, and then yeah. there was a point where I didn't. But I I think we try not to. I don't know. We just try to do our own thing, and luckily we found like-minded people who want to do it. But you have to keep doing it. You have to do it for a long time. And like but, I said, luckily we found an audience. So. You, you've evolved, and people's yeah. opinions of the Luligans has had to evolve too. I mean, there was a there was a, a bar that threw your shirt in the trash one day. Yeah, yeah. But, but they, I think now, if you spoke to them, they would be like, "Yeah, they're good guys. They 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 they've walked the walk. They talk the talk, they, and they now walk the walk." I mean, people's opinions of us have been allowed to change too. You 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 look at Peter Cran. Yeah. When he first interacted with us, he didn't like us very much. You know, we we ragged on him for, for his teal wig and the ambush, <laughs> and he ragged on us for being eight old drunk guys. Yeah. You know, but he, he changed his opinion of us, and he and he became one of us, and it, it's it's cool. We we've we've evolved, and other people's opinions of us have evolved too, yeah. and and they're allowed to evolve. Yeah, good point. That's a very good point, and we will continue to evolve as we move on to this next phase mm-hmm. of life. Um. So, yep, that's 12 years of being silly. Um, thank you for listening for 11 years of This Is Silly Podcast. Well, does it really it's count since we only do one, one well, a month? Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> this is our third episode <laughs> in 11 years. Um, but uh, I don't know. This has gone on a bit, but uh, a lot of news. But we want to see you tomorrow night. Let's uh, put on some party hats. And or tonight if you're listening to Tonight it. if you're listening. Uh, bring, bring some noisemakers. Berta. To you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Mr. President, 
Happy birthday to you.